0: Did I tell you what the interest rate is on our new car?
1: Am I gonna cry?
0: Probably, I did. What? And we put down twenty percent, and with and had trade in. What is it, dude? They they wouldn't get me lower than seven. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm
1: gonna refinance the fuck out of it, but like, if it ever goes down,
0: that's what's fucked up. I don't you know. know I you're...
1: don't know. I don't know if interest rates will ever go. Like, they're not gonna plummet. 'Cause seven percent
0: even over five years, it's like that's a lot of fucking money.
1: hmm
0: And for what? Vroom vroom. No, but like for what as I by I what I mean by that is like where what's that seven percent doing
1: for for us? Oh yeah, like what Was it was it doing any good for the economy? No. No, it's just big banks collecting more money.
0: Yeah. It's not even big banks though, because like we did ours through CarMax, and we got approved oh, for you if you have good. If you have good credit, they do CarMax auto finance, oh. which makes me wonder what like Capital One and Chase are giving out for car loans right now. Because I even
1: I even checked through a dealership. I don't know. I got my car loan. <laughs> my car loan was through a credit union. You can rely on this. Members Alliance. Mm. And I think it was at I wanna say four five percent.
0: That's what our that's what our uh the Hyundai that we had before, that's what that was at. Yeah. And that's like that's not
1: bad. No. That's pretty good. It's pretty decent. Um I should have just fucking bought the car outright. I know. I'm a like I am my loan was only 17
0: that's not bad
1: no because the car was worth 33 Mm -hmm. and my mom took it to CarMax to get a immediate trade in value Mm -hmm. and then I had to buy my sisters out and basically I had to give them each like 4 grand okay to buy them out and then I got my half or my third and there was 17 left on the car, so I had, a, I basically I paid 25 essentially. That's not bad. Eight grand and and then, but the 17,000 I think is over five or six years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? I need to take a huge chunk off of it and say, hey, let's reamortize it, or whatever. Refinance it? No, I don't want to... Well, yeah, I guess you would refinance it. But, like, no, I don't want to refinance it. They can... Well, you reamortize it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I take a huge chunk off of the principal... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then I say, all right, now let's redo, like, the monthly payment mm-hmm. over... We have 52 months, we'll say. Yeah. I want to spread that out over the 52 months where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. We even tried we had to,
0: they have like a little calculator thingy there at CarMax where like cuz we we bought that car it was 31 or 32,000. Yeah. Um which I mean the price of cars is just fucking astronomical right yep. now. Now we got a whole hell of a lot of car for that money. Um but uh we even threw down like a, you know, we put in a little calculator. and feel like, what if you threw down this much more? And like, it was not even touching the APR. No. It just makes me sad. Yeah. That makes me sad. Because how does, I was actually just listening to um, breaking points about this. Just like how different it is for, for us, for our generation, and how we're just kind of getting fucked. Yeah. Um, with housing. You know what the average fucking mortgage is right now? on like a 200 and whatever thousand dollar house. What? It's oh fuck what was it? It's 17? Like tw- no, like 2500. Is the average mortgage or 2200 is That's the so average cool. fucking mortgage, dude? Yeah. How do you afford that?
1: I'll say this. There there's going to have to be change. Mhm. Like there has to be change. Because the system itself is wobbling mm-hmm. it's not sustainable yeah where we're at and that's okay like but it can't survive longer than an entire generation like this yeah and so you have the boomers are dying off then you have the gen x and the millennial generation like, it can't be... There's going to be a huge transfer of wealth. Mm-hmm. But, like, one thing that I, w- I was thinking about is... The, the thing that people don't realize with the transfer of wealth... Is, like, there's going to be companies available for cheap. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like businesses where people are going to want to retire and, like, sell. And they're not going to have anything to, like... like, Or people are going to die. and. hmm there's just like businesses so like you're gonna be able to buy people out of businesses for much cheaper hmm I have an idea what's that
0: this might make you happy actually okay I know this will make you happy it makes me happy thinking about it we're gonna play a new game so if, the, if really rich people don't want to pay more taxes mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. they have one or two options either they pay their fair share in taxes and, and I mean fair share as in like I get it, whatever, maybe your tax rate's a little higher than mine, but with your loopholes and everything like that, it's like, oh, well, fuck, you're, you're still...
1: Your effective pers- tax rate is like 8%. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you can either increase your taxes or you enter a lottery system. And in that lottery system, it draws a random person's house. Hmm. And you pay off the balance. No, that's not bad. Now, the the, the the people who are in this lottery, you know, it's got to be they can, they make oh, only X amount of dollars and they owe X amount on their thing. You know, we'll come up with the criteria later. I'm not going to get too hung up on it right now, but they have to just like each person who makes over a certain amount of money, they got to dish out the money to pay off the loan now. And, and, and listen, they can get the pay it off now rate. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, how like, it's like, if you have a credit card, it's like, well, if you pay it off now, you only have to pay this much.
1: Interesting.
0: You know what I mean? So like, whatever. Like, if it's a two hundred and thirty thousand dollar loan, payoff now rate is you know one ninety five or two hundred or whatever. They can do that. That's fine. They can get the deal. And then the banks have to do it too. Chase, listen here, buds. (laughs) Chase has to do it too, man. Fucking
1: Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo has to do it more than any of (laughs) them.
0: And then the and then Jews? the fucking the mortgage company has to do it too. They get they pick a random house every week. So every week, I mean you're basically paying off all the houses slowly but surely. You know, I'm full of good ideas.
1: The way to really fix it in my opinion is to well, you said it, is raise taxes and the government start building housing. And I'm not mm-hmm. just talking like in the most populated areas. Start developing, yeah. Some of those large swaths of land, mm-hmm. and you know, claim eminent domain on like you know a hundred thousand acres of Bill you, Gates I was land. Just literally, just gonna like say it's that. eminent domain, and we're gonna build affordable housing and develop and allow people mm-hmm. to, you know, I, I think it's a, like, a very viable social experiment to, and it, it, I I doubt the government would ever go for this because it would show that socialism works is like you literally make an entire little population with the government money. You give the housing, you have young families. There's a school put in place where the teachers are paid. Well, you have some policemen, you have some firefighters, you have everything you need and just watch it go. Hmm. And you just build up like these small little areas and then slowly link them together like, you know, fucking Nebraska and shit. Yeah. And, and you know, they get tornadoes there, though. The Well, the problem is, is with the rising seas, you know, the rising ocean, there's going to be some migration towards the middle of the state or the middle of the country. Yeah, there's going to have to be. And so, like, why not get ahead of it? And it, it would it there's no way it wouldn't rejuvenate the economy. Did you see the big issue with Florida? Not and it's not even necessarily political. The big issue with Florida right now is it's becoming uninhabitable financially because of the insurance. hmm So People are saying that maybe it's like Ron DeSantis is taking on all these culture wars because essentially they're gonna be absolutely fucked hmm. financially because insurance companies are either leaving the state or raising their their insurance premiums so high because everything has been remapped as basically a floodplain hmm. And so instead of paying, you know, $2,000, you're paying $10,000 a year, and it is just becoming economically unviable. Like, they they just cannot yeah. sustain. And and there's not going to be competition, right, because all these insurance companies are like, nah, we're rolling out. Like, yeah. we're not even going to take the risk. It's not worth. So they're just leaving. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my insurance company to get back to me about my fucking
0: roofing and siding. I feel like they're dilly dallying
1: you gotta reach out to him. Oh, I
0: believe me I have been. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll call again tomorrow. I've been calling like once a day. Just wanna see how everything's going. This guy's name's Brian. So I say Don't hey.
1: ever trust a fucking Brian. That's not true. But
0: yeah. I say Hey Brian. Just check it in, bud. How are things going? you going to write me a check? I'd like that. Please and thank you because I couldn't afford to
1: pay for a new roof. Yeah, here it is. As of last week, 1.24 million Florida homeowners have the state's insurer of last resort, uh, citizen's property insurance. But now some are worried about a mandatory flood insurance requirement, even if they aren't in flood zones. A bill out of last year's legislative special session aimed at helping curb the property insurance crisis requires all citizens' residential policies to also have flood insurance in phases starting this month to January 1st, 2027. So for the next four years, they have to have this, Hmm. even if they're not in flood zones. So, people always saying, like, oh, people are moving to Florida and Texas. Well, people are moving to Texas, but, I, dude. Did you I see w- what just happened in Texas? No. The attorney general is being, um, well, he got uh, removed from office. But there's talks of him. Well, I mean, he's being charged with all kinds of, like, wire fraud and bribery and blah, 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 blah. But there's even suspicion that he tainted the general election. Hmm. You little tainter, you. Yeah, but he's been removed from office. Ken Paxton. (laughs)
0: Oh, Bill's brother.
1: Bill Paxton. I like (laughs) that. That was good. Speaking of tornadoes, Twister. Dude. The movie's killer.
0: Yeah. When, 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 uh, what's the, the aunt's name or the mom's name? Is it Pam? Pam. Yeah. When she's making that fucking steak and eggs breakfast. Looks so good. Hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, trying times.
1: All right. So you want to talk debt ceiling? No, you want to talk. I, well, I mean, the deal's done, which is nice. Yeah. We're fucking live, aren't we? Oh, we've been live, baby. Well, and we're
0: live. <laughs> Welcome to another when I knew, session. When you
1: just gave me that, like, runway to just go, and I was like, shit. Damn it. We're already live. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, we do want to talk debt Ceiling. More because, like, we... Should I mean we've alluded to it Many a time we just talked about it
0: Yeah last episode
1: And it's finally passed Uh, Well it's passed the house Which was the real hold up Yeah And it passed in a bipartisan fashion not just like It's it's interesting It passed with 165 Democrats 149 Republicans Uh, 46 Democrats said No 71 Republicans Said no so you had people in the house for the Democrats voting no. Why do you think they voted no? Because they
0: were cutting spending on things yes. like the IRS. And they changed like yes. work requirements. Yeah. So you had the likes I love of, when I know the answers to your questions. I know. It makes me feel somewhat smart. I'm like, you know, maybe I oh, do belong here.
1: You do. Uh, oh my god! Though, anyways. So you had the likes of like the squad AOC and some of the more progressive Democrats voting no because of the fact that they said it should be a clean spending bill. And I actually agree with that. But I also at this point understand like we needed to we needed to do this like it needed to get done. It's the 11th hour, and it was actually like 11 and a half hours. Almost midnight. Like, it was, yeah, basically midnight. And so, this needed to get done because there's also, it takes a few days to reallocate the funds and stuff. Now, you can say, like, hey, the, the deal is passed. Like, it's, it's signed. So, when it passes the Senate, they'll be able to start paying off whatever yeah. interest and whatnot. They can pay that. So, but in general the large masses of money it takes time to move that like you right. can't just click yeah. a button and say oh <clears throat> there it is so that's why it was so important that they really get this done now uh, there were bills coming up due in the next day like june 1st and Janet Yellen had said like we don't have money to cover everything right we're going to be able to do some extreme measures for a couple of days but That's not sustainable. And so I do understand that they got it done. It is very frustrating. I know one that is near and dear to some podcast listeners. Uh, The student loan repayment is starting now. Essentially, I think it's August now instead of the end of the year. Yeah. And so those repayments, while the loan forgiveness is still in the Supreme Court, so the ten to twenty thousand dollars that the Biden administration has allocated to pay or have paid off, right? That is tangled up in the uh, craziness of the Supreme Court. That is still in effect. Like that can still happen. Yes. But the actual repayments, your monthly payments, regardless of how much comes off or not, the monthly payments are coming back. Correct. And so people just in time for school to start again. Yeah, people listening, you know, please make sure that you start to budget your lifestyle and reorient yourself to take that on. Although when when the announcements happened, I don't know if you caught any social media vibes, but it was actually pretty funny. Like there were like all kinds of people tweeting, like, I got it, like don't care. You know. Uh, yeah. It, it was absolutely hilarious in the sense that, like, people are just pissed. Like, and I get it. I, I really do. But at this point, the debt ceiling was more important and, and the Democrats had a buckle. They also had to pass essentially something that would limit... It would imp- it would impo- impose uh, stricter work requirements for food stamps. Correct. Yeah. Some of the funding for the IRS enforcement would be brought back, uh, clawed back, if you will, and then unspent coronavirus relief money. That's one that doesn't bother me at all. Not at all. Like that. Fine. Like the they've they've deemed the pandemic over. That's fine. If there's money just sitting there, we might as well use it. Certainly. Uh, but then of course, ending uh President Biden's student loan repayment freeze. I think it was good that they were able to Couldn't he just go
0: back and make another executive order on it
1: though? Technically. Technically, I don't see why not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he ever would. I don't think he would negotiate in bad faith. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm just I was just curious. Yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to, but then again, excuse me, excuse me, there might be some sort of stipulation when they pass this.
0: Oh, man, now you got me yawning.
1: I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <clears throat> I, I just hate that it came to this. Yeah, well. I, I really feel like there should be some sort of legislative process that doesn't allow this to ever happen again.
0: Well, I, as far as I know, the last I heard it, like they're still looking into the whole 14th Amendment thing. But I mean, this this bought them out of 2 years. Yeah. Um so, you know, through Biden's uh potential re-election, you know, or at least to the campaign um but it seems silly that we that we even do this. And I think I probably said something similar to this on the last podcast, but um, I find it interesting that we go through these budgets and we say, we're going to spend money here, 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 and here. Well, then it comes time. It's like, okay, well, we got to keep paying on this. And it's like, oh, well, now we have to vote on whether or not we actually are going to pay this. Right.
1: The appropriations and, and budget process should alleviate this. Like, this yeah. should not even be a thing. Yeah. But, you know, I I thought there was there was a Democratic committee member that I thought really handled this well and I'm blanking on his name but he was talking about how we need to be more mindful of this come election time given the fact that this is Republicans this is the Republicans fault like they have the largest shutdown in American history they are the ones hanging this up you know, putting us on threat level midnight for, for the budget, for the debt ceiling, and, you know, economic default that would cause, you know, reverberations around the globe. Right. And so that's something that I, I hope people start to take away. Like, this is not okay long term. This is not sustainable. We shouldn't be doing this. I, I feel like this is a microcosm for everything. Yeah. Like we were talking we I, well, I don't know if it was before the podcast or on the podcast, but we were talking about like it's just different now. Like everything feels so tense all the fucking time. I would agree with that. And yeah. I was talking I was talking to, you know, some coworkers and, you know, my manager, really good guy, and we're sitting there just talking. And, you know, he and I don't have this super personal relationship yet. But I think we finally broke a wall down because I was just like does, does it feel like you're more burnt out now than ever? Yeah. And he was like, well yeah. And in, in both, you know, at the company and in in the American economy, it feels like you're working so hard and it's having so lo- it's having such little impact. There's still not enough money coming in. Well, and, and, and you're not feeling this impact that you once did. And that is a very, very difficult thing to do. And I know we were talking like the buying power. So when our parents were our age, the buying power, if they were making $100,000 a year, that is the equivalent to making 392000 now in terms of buying power. Yeah. The, the, the amount of house, the amount of car you could get, the groceries, everything. Mm-hmm. The buying power is just different. And so, like, not having the ability to ever have cushion. And, and here we are with the American economy and we're on the cusp. That is fucking draining to just constantly have the next new dilemma or crisis to be encountered with we just got over an economic crisis yeah we just got over the pandemic we just got over 2008 like why why are we facing this all the time it, it is baffling
0: yeah it's easy to see why so many people are upset um <clears throat> i'm just i'm curious and you kind of alluded to this earlier um when will it all kind of come to a head um and when is, is the government going to be forced to intervene? Um, it's just something that I don't really... I, I have a hard time comprehending because I like to see the good in people. Um, but it's like, why wouldn't you just want everybody around you to be happy and comfortable?
1: I, I mean, you see that. The, the happiest countries in the world, whether they're rich or poor it's where there's less wealth disparity yeah right where you don't have this ultra rich oligarchy style you know system i think that's that's the big problem here is there's just so much disparity here and When that disparity happens, the money sits at the top and then it's not moving and then you don't have, you know, goods and services, you know, start to climb in price and it just, it's, it's just, it's fucking exhausting. Mm -hmm. But there's, when I start to go down this vicious cycle. I start to feel like I'm about to implode, and then all of a sudden, it's like a flip of a switch, and I realize there are mechanisms and opportunity to change everything. Did you ever see the movie Vanilla Sky? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a it's a it's an odd movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it 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 became very famous because they actually rented out Times Square and emptied it out. And, like, literally no single human being was in that vicinity. The main strip of Times Square cost them millions of dollars just to shoot this one shot. And it's of Tom Cruise running down Times Square with no one there. But the movie itself was very interesting, whatever. But there's a moment in this one character played by Penelope Cruz She looks at the main character Tom Cruise and says, "Every passing minute is a chance to turn it all around." And I think there's such hope in that, and and it and it hangs with me all the time. And it's like like me, yeah. It's it's (laughs) what because I hang with you all the time. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I, I would say like there's in your life on the micro level or the macro level every single passing minute is a chance to turn it all around it it literally just starts with the choice yeah you want to eat healthier choose the apple you want to budget better don't buy the thing on amazon sign out you want to you know begin writing a story sit down pick up a pen and paper and start writing like do whatever you want. You want to start a, a fucking podcast, with your friend and sit and talk about whatever it is that's important to you. Just do it. Sit down, and do it. Make the choice. And it's the same in politics. You just have to make a choice. You have to go to 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 the voting booth, and make a choice. I don't like it that close.
0: Fucking deal with it, Brian.
1: So I think well you sound great now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I'm at with everything whether it's this debt ceiling. I I honestly was given it about a 15 to 20% chance that we actually defaulted. Cuz I didn't know I I guess I should have known I that Kevin McCarthy it, I, th- I think you gave it a bigger percentage. I I didn't well I th- I th- I thought Kevin and I shouldn't have but I thought Kevin McCarthy had a bigger set of stones and I thought he was going to push this to a point where it was too far like okay. he, he yeah. I don't think he was going to be able to come back okay um, so I I thought that and I, I guess you know I shouldn't have I shouldn't have given him that much credit but the deal got done and and that's great. But just the fact that it was kind of, holy shit, what will the impact be? The fact that we had to do that thought experiment of what does the world look like when the entire American economy is in turmoil and our credit is going down and no one trusts the dollar anymore. What does that look like? And, how fruitless and exhausting a thought experiment it was. But we were put in that position.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I wish I had the answers. I think I do have the answers. It's just like nobody's listening. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we have lots of listeners. Like I just had,
0: I just had, no, I didn't mean like that. You guys are listening. You guys are great. (laughs) Go look in the mirror and just tell yourself how beautiful of a person you are. And I'm talking to listeners and to you, Brian. It's a weird time to be alive, man. You know what I mean? I think back, I, I always think about this like, you know, Wild West, America. They were not worried about this shit. They
1: were worried about other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Snake bites, dysentery, yeah. typhoid fever. Yeah. Broken wagon wheel. Yeah. Their meat spoiling. Mm-hmm. Whether to caulk or ford. Sorry, I was just going completely off of the Oregon. That's trail. okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I get you.
1: Do you know this like new generation of folks don't even know? What, like my wife, my wife is a younger millennial. I'm an elder millennial. She didn't know Which what means the Brian organ, is Mormon. She didn't know what the Oregon Trail game was. I should ask Anna. Actually, I'll forget. So Anna, 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 Anna definitely when, knows. Anna,
0: when you're listening. Come over and I'll probably be in the kitchen making something. Come over to me and, and tell me if you know what the Oregon Trail is. We get to play it in school sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it was a great. Time.
1: It was a great educational resource. Yeah. Like it. It had geography. It had history. It had math. It had everything. Yeah. Because you could only take two hundred pounds of meat. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And then you like shot. 999 pounds of buffalo. <laughs> you can only take 200 pounds of meat back with you. You're like, dang it. It's 172 bullets. I only got six left. I never had that problem. I mean, me neither. I wasn't going on a shooting craze. Yeah. Fucking aim. Those squirrels man. were just so fast.
0: Times were simpler then.
1: Yeah, you could, was... If you could
0: live in any time period, what would it be? Like, if you could be the age that you are now in a different time period.
1: Oh, fuck. I don't know if I'd want to be my age in a lot of different time periods. I'd be dead. Oh, shut up. Okay, fine. No, I mean, think about it. Like, if I was, like, years. the Revolutionary War, I could go back and be part of the Continental Congress. and have, like, six years left. Wow.
0: Same life expectancy now, then.
1: It's a good question. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'd go back. I think, like, part... Like, the idealistic part of people, like, want to think, like, oh, I could change the the course of history, right? Mm -hmm. But... I don't know. Like, I'm a big believer in the butterfly effect. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm not talking about going back to change things. You know what I mean? Like.
1: I would like to go back to the 90s. The 90s were fun. The 90s were great. Dude. I think think as fucked as the millennial generation is on the long tail of, of the timeline. Growing up in the late '80s, early '90s, and in, in like getting through school in the late '90s and 2000s, that was a really good time to be alive.
0: Yeah, there's like, I mean, dude.
1: Yeah, the music Even was it, great. It, oh yeah, the fashion was stupid, brutal.
0: terrible, so stupid. Although I still wear the same thing now that I wore then. Do you? Yeah, Levi's jeans and T-shirts, man.
1: That's legit.
0: It just, it just happens to come back into fashion from time to time.
1: It, it makes me think of, like, the cool things was, like, getting pizza and Blockbuster. Dude.
0: We went to Video Goldmine. It was a small spot by my house. Really? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I've been to Blockbuster. I used to have a Hollywood video card, dude. I probably still got some fucking late fees on there Oh, you're dish. a
1: Hollywood video. Dude, I went anywhere. A- anywhere. Oh, no. We were straight blockbuster only. Yeah.
0: Now you fucking go on your Amazons and you're just like, I'm going to rent this
1: now. Hey, I heard Top Gun Maverick is on Amazon.
0: Yeah, I've got it. on you on my account now? I pay no, for I it. No, have,
1: I have Amazon Prime. Oh, is it free? It's, it, I, I couldn't it, I it saw in on a commercial. And Air.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the
1: Nike, the Air Jordan com- yeah. uh, movie. The commercial. The Air J- Jordan the Mario movie. But you have to pay for that. Yeah, I mean, but you can always did. rent any movie that's like available yeah, for but the, rent or buy yeah it.
0: but the problem is is like now it's like it's like when I Ben wanted to watch the Mario movie and I was like oh I fucking love that movie buddy let's like let's watch it together and so I went on there and it's like 20.99 to rent or 24.99 to buy I was like well that's dumb I'm going to buy it hmm. yeah so I bought that I also bought that new Renfield movie
1: with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, it was pretty good, dude. Was
0: it? It's super dorky, but like, it's it's not a bad film. It's not a good film, but
1: it's not bad. Are you are you positive Nick Cage or negative Nick Cage? Like push come to shove, like I know there's some that you like, some well, that you don't. Thing, but like, are you are you pro Nick if Cage it's like or no Nick no? Cage? Yeah, or, like or if yes he, Nick Cage. Would you rather, because of his bad movies, he never existed? Or you're willing to deal with that because of the good movies, you'll... you'll Dude, straight up, exists. I would
0: deal with it just for fucking... For Con Air and Gone in 60 Seconds, homie. Like, that's enough for me. Like, he's not bad National Treasure. But, like, fucking long-haired Nicolas Cage... Oh, and The Rock, dude, The Rock. The Rock. Sean Connery day
1: is mine
0: yeah i love sean connery in that movie i feel like every time we talk about sean connery i ask if he's dead
1: <laughs> i don't think he is. i feel like every single time i google it no he's definitely dead
0: i uh, is he it was recent though
1: 2020 that's recent yeah no that's fair
0: yeah but dude him in the fucking rock he's a badass um nicholas cage Plays himself basically in that movie, um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I would do it for like The Rock for Con Air and for Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: Interesting,
0: yeah. Angelino Jolie in that movie is a hottie. in what movie? Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying The Rock for some reason. <laughs> I was like, I missed it, yeah. No, 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 no. No. Who, who is the girl in The Rock? She's somebody's daughter. Yeah, it's Sean Connery's daughter. Not The Rock.
0: <laughs> no, The Other Rock. <laughs> yeah, see who plays the uh, Nicolas Cage's wife. It's not just really his wife. I think they like, get
1: engaged in that. Oh, John C. McGinley's in it. Yeah, dude. I love John C. McGinley. Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox. Oh, Claire Forlani. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, she's beautiful, too. Look at her. Yeah, she was in a movie called Micho Black that I really liked with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good movie. It's got some great lines Mm -hmm. about love. Like, Anthony Hopkins, he always delivers, but that's that's just one where. Especially after a nice Chianti to your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti.
0: Oh, God. He was great in those films. Mm-hmm. You ever seen uh, Hannibal Rising? Yes. That's a good one, too.
1: It was. I thought that kid did a good job. Yeah,
0: well, it makes you want to like Hannibal Lecter.
1: Yeah. The um, TV show on NBC. Haven't seen it. It's on Hulu. Is it good? I love it. It is surprisingly gory for an NBC show. What's it
0: called? Hannibal. Oh, it's just called Hannibal?
1: Yeah. It's the gentleman that plays Hannibal is a man named Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. So he was the bad guy in Casino Royale. Oh, yeah, I know him. The one with the eye playing yeah, poker. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. He's, he's in a bunch of stuff, but he was in it, and he plays Hannibal. Phenomenal. Hugh Dancy plays Will Graham. Mm. And they... Lawrence Fishburne plays the head of the fbi
0: speaking of Lawrence fishburne you see the new john wick movie
1: i did not
0: it's exactly what you expect I,
1: i heard it was the best of all of them
0: i would disagree with that i think that the first is definitely the best really just because it's like who is this character who's this who's the baba yaga
1: true you know what i mean
0: yeah but like I thought it was good. A lot of people talk shit. It's literally nonstop action. Dude, there's fight scenes that last like 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm okay with it. Because that's what, that's what it is. It's John fucking Wick, dude. And he's a badass. Yeah. Love that.
1: I love that Keanu Reeves, early in his career, was really made fun of a lot for being like, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like people made him out to be almost a caricature of himself or or basically they made him out to be was it bill or ted they made him out to be that person Mm -hmm. as a human being and he's not but i love this like renaissance on his whole career essentially and i wish how he has become the man
0: yeah i wish i could afford one of his motorcycles He's like super into motorcycles. Yeah, he always has been.
1: Drew Barrymore was just telling a story about how when she was really young, she was at a party and she needed to get away, and he took her on the back of his motorcycle and drove through Hollywood like super fast. And she said it was like one of the most alive moments she's ever had in her life. Dude, he's just a good guy. He's a good human. I love that he takes pictures with women. Have you seen this? Yeah. And he, and doesn't, he doesn't touch them. Like he puts his arm around them mm-hmm. without touching them. Yeah. And I'm like, I respect that so much because it just, there's no cause for concern with him. Yeah. And it, especially if something bad over came, the last five years, it's yeah. just so difficult to find those infallible people where you're just like, that's just a good human.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. If something bad came out about Keanu Reeves, I'd probably that'd be, I'd be, I'd be fucking devastated, dude. I'd be like, no, not Keanu. One of the best movies he's in, dude, I'm telling you right now. Uh, for 47 Ronin is really good. Oh, yeah. That Love That on my TikTok. And then um, The Man Who Knows Tai Chi.
1: I did not see that.
0: I think that's what it's called. Or The Man Who Does Tai Chi. There's a man and there's Tai Chi. The man I think it's the man
1: of Tai Chi The man who fell to earth Yeah
0: Man of Tai Chi Dude Keanu Reeves plays a bad guy Um, But it's just so fucking good And it's so well choreographed I want to say Keanu Reeves might be the director Yeah director That's cool Yeah Yeah
1: What do you think the most underrated Keanu Reeves movie is?
0: underrated
1: yeah I'm going to his IMDB right now look he's so handsome yes he he's Hawaiian did you know that I did not know that but yeah. it kind of makes sense Keanu yeah
0: yeah I don't know he's got a lot of bangers man a lot of bangers I don't know. I would probably say Man of Tai Chi. Just because it's lesser known. Fair. But I just like that he does... Whatever movie he wants to do, he does. Like, he did the SpongeBob movie. Didn't He that. plays the tumbleweed. Like, he is himself.
1: That's pretty funny.
0: And then he's also... He did, like... Um, they also got Snoop Dogg to do that movie, too. Um...
1: I, that, that reminds me of how, like, Brad Pitt is in Deadpool 2. Yeah. As yeah, uh, one the invisible instant. man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. You see his face. Yeah. But, like, he actually had to show up on set and, like, film himself yeah. doing that. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs> I think the worst Keanu Reeves movie is when he's in Dracula.
1: I don't think I even saw oh, that. Oh, dude.
0: But. And he's trying so hard to do this British accent. It just doesn't work for him. It's a very young Keanu Reeves.
1: Man, there's like I'm I'm looking through some. He got so many movies. So, I love certain movies that did not that were not well received. Like I love the movie Sweet November. Okay, was a rom com with him and Charlize Theron. Yeah. <clears throat> um, The Devil's Advocate, he's where he's really the lawyer. Good in that. Yeah. And Al Pacino. No, he's very good in that.
0: But I wouldn't say that's underrated.
1: Oh, I think it is. I think a lot of people... Yeah, 7.5. Oh, 7.5 out of 10 is surprisingly good. What did Sweet November get? Sweet November probably got like terrible. 6.7. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Anything under 7 is pretty low rated. Hardball. Oh, uh, yeah. I love it when you call me big pop. But... Huh. 6.4. That's very underrated.
0: How do you feel about Point Break?
1: Oh, Point Break's a great movie.
0: Yeah, what's it rated? I bet you it's rated high, actually. It's a deep cut.
1: Wait, it would have to be
0: after this. So the debt ceiling. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Point Break, it almost broke. Oh, my. Oh, there it is. Point break. Johnny Utah, 7.2. 7. 2. That's pretty yeah, that's it's, decent. It's okay, but like I said, 7 is like that That threshold, and that's fucking, pretty close pa- to Patrick it. Patrick Swayze. Talk about one of the most talented human beings. Dude, nobody puts a baby in the corner. Favorite Patrick Swayze movie, go. Oh, don't do this. Do it. Do it. do it. Do it quick. Now. Go. 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 God, no. Yes. Quick. Because the, the, the first movie
0: the first that came to mind is Ghost. <laughs> ah, mine's Roadhouse for sure. Oh, dude, it has to be Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. No, Roadhouse is a banger.
1: I Constantine. Yeah, that's that one. one's underrated. They're, they're doing a new Seven. one. They're doing. Yeah, a new I know one. because it was all because of Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I love that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh gosh alright well that's enough about Keanu Reeves otherwise I'm gonna have to fucking title this episode Keanu Rap I probably will <laughs> Keanu Reeves The Debt Ceiling Compromise <laughs> it's a thing yeah oh, God.
1: what are you looking forward to this upcoming weekend anything big this
0: weekend uh, what am I looking forward to oh dude I'm just honestly I'm really enjoying having been home
1: yeah, school's out for summer. Yeah. School out yeah. for summer.
0: Yeah, but you know, so I'm really more so like I, I'm getting excited. I'm always excited for like Friday night at work. You know what I mean? Because it's like okay, it's my money making times, um, and it's when I see like you know my re- all, you know a good chunk of my regulars. I like seeing all them. Um, but I got Sunday off, dude. So it's it's family day all day, baby.
1: Oh, good. You have, you like, yeah, totally off. Yeah. Not working a party or anything.
0: Yeah. You and Noel should come over for dinner and Nora.
1: Yeah. What, um, what is your main regular day?
0: Like, I'm I'm sure there's all. Everybody
1: has their day. Okay. You
0: know what I mean? Um, but like, you know, like Saturday afternoons, I always see Sam and TC. Um, Saturday nights I usually see oh our salmon
1: TC. Hmm. Okay.
0: Cool. Saturday nights I usually see um Steve and Jess and I see the Haley's, and I see uh like tonight I saw uh, John my neighbor John nice. Um Saturday days is always fun because it's like my people that are out day drinking. Um. Saturday days I see a lot of industry folk too.
1: Really? Yeah, popping in for a drink before shift. I never did that. I Well, I, I, don't I, I did. I did once on a double. I went on a break, and I actually drank a beer. Yeah, I love that, dude. I did
0: that during jury duty. Don't tell the government.
1: I just did. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, loved it.
0: I was super bummed out. I fucking went. And I went to for my last jury duty. I got a two dayer. Oh dang. And on the second day, I was like, fuck, man, I don't think this is happening for me. I was really bummed. I was sad about it because I wanted to be on the jury. And so I drove down the street to the bar during my hour-long lunch break, and I was like, I can slam two or three beers right now. That's hilarious. (laughs) Went back. I felt great. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I think I actually had, like, a little bit of an outburst because, like, they're like, all right, well, everybody can go home. You're not coming back tomorrow. And I was like, oh,
1: man. Did you see the this reality show, Jury Duty? Did you watch that? No, but I want to. It was a show where uh, James Marsden is on it, mm-hmm. and he plays himself. Mm-hmm. But this guy, Ronald Gladden, right? Yeah. I'm showing you. For those of you at home, I'm basically pointing at him. Ronald Gladden is the only one on the show that is not knowledgeable that it's a show. Really? And supposedly... Like they were going to do certain things, but he became so likable Mm -hmm. and they ran this whole show and had all these like little funny moments like planned out or whatever. But there was like no script, no nothing, because this guy had no knowledge that it was a TV show. Hmm. And so like James Marsden was in it and like, you're like, oh, well, how did he not know? No, James Marsden plays himself going to jury duty. Nice. And supposedly the show is amazing. So, but I, I really want to check it out, but it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I'll check it out then. Yeah. Amazon Prime really kind of ratcheting it up. Oh, Alan Baronholtz plays the judge. <clears throat> That's Ike Baronholtz's dad. Oh. So Ike Barinholtz is a famous comedian and he's kind of like, he makes a lot of cameos and comedies with like Seth Rogen and all them. But his dad was a former defense attorney. No shit. So he plays the judge. Like he always wanted to be an actor. Hmm. And, you know, that's why he made his son go try acting. Well, he actually gets his chance to be an actor by, and plays the judge. So really cool opportunity. But I, I definitely want to check this out because I've heard nothing but hilarious things about that. you watch
0: a lawyer movie while I edit this.
1: A lawyer movie? Lincoln Lawyer. Love that movie. Fucking fantastic movie. It's, it's a really easy watch. Like, that's one movie that I... It's not the greatest movie. It's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can watch it several times. Yeah, and enjoy it. Whereas, <clears throat> what's the what's the other Matthew McConaughey movie with Samuel Jackson? Jackson McConaughey, Samuel. A Time to Kill. Mm. That movie is incredible. Very difficult. Very difficult. Mm. <sighs> Did you ever watch True Detective? I don't think I have. Do you have Max? It's, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. HBO.
0: Yeah, AT T pays for that for me.
1: Yeah, AT T. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just got a text from them saying like, "Don't worry, you still have Max." And I'm like, "I do." There's still? a lot of good
0: stuff. There's a lot of good stuff on there, man.
1: Oh no, HBO Max is like great. Now it's just Max. Talk yeah, about I'm, terrible, terrible branding. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just call themselves HBO? I don't know. HBO has like been the production company it's The Sopranos it's The Wire yeah. it's Succession it's Game of Thrones it's all these different shows and now you're choosing to go with Max yeah which is associated with Cinemax and we what are we, we going to do what, what production did they have The Red Shoe Diaries or, Diaries or whatever yeah Taxicab Confessionals yeah like, dude what, I was a kid on. once what's up was what, it called The Red Shoe Diaries <laughs> Yeah, dude, and then they
0: had that show about hookers. You know where they got their name from, by the way?
1: Yeah, you talked about this oh, last Oh yeah, sorry.
0: Time, I, I I dropped a bunch of like stupid facts on Brian
1: after we finished recording last time. I know. That was no, no. We were still recording. Oh, were we? You really? were so, oh, yeah, okay, you really? were so excited. It was the They talked about the Bluetooth guy. Yeah. Well, that was after. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was after. Get your stories you. can ahead. tell you can tell the blue the Bluetooth no, guy. that's okay. Oh, that's just I'll for keep you that, and I. Keep that between that's just ours. <laughs> we'll always have the Bluetooth. Uh, well, I'm I'm really excited. I think I might watch uh, Top Gun Maverick tonight. Dude, you should. It's really good. Oh, I've, I've seen it. I went oh, and okay. saw it in theaters. Yeah. We took Nora to see it, and she oh, loved yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was great. In theaters, it was just so loud and cool and, like, mm-hmm. you shook. And I'm like, I'm there. I'm doing 10 Gs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Way to go, Tom Cruise.
1: It cost me 10 Gs to get into the theater. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He had to go 10 Gs so they could go see his Scientology lizard god. Mm Mm-hmm. And to that we say... Do good, be great. Love you, you guys. we the ones that he just let into the back. we the misfits. How you going to react? We're in We ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on B. Making moves running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. St. Stats, bro. This is This is God I got around the This is all I audio. This is all I know. This is all I know. This day, I don't know. we trying to go. I don't even know. I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends trying hit the road. try catch a wave. Gotta see my soul. Thought up was going when I'm back. My muse added in it you They heard a good news will this what you got to just break
1: out. break out I'm a Republican now